coming live today from Youngstown, Ohio. We have Carmela Williams. How you doing today, Carmela? I am excellent, Darielle. How are you? I am phenomenal. Feel good. I was super excited to actually like have you on here. Um, amongst all the projects we're collaborating and doing, like it's really good for people to have a hear to hear this passive. Um, information to just like be impacted by it. Just uh, kind of share with people like who you are and what you're doing right now. I know that I wear so many hats at so many different times that it's like the question is, you know, one, what are you doing? Who the heck are you? And um, <laughs> <laughs> why do you do what you do? Yeah. So I would say I am an entrepreneur. Um, who has always wanted to help people. Um, I'm a, at, at the heart of my life, I'm just, I'm like this servant, you know? Um, I, I guess that's, you would say that's who I am. I am a kitchen chemist. I make hair products that help women with curly, coolly, kinky hair, love and embrace their hair in the natural state that it's in. I am someone who is an encourager and looking at other entrepreneurs and always kind of help, not kind of, but helping them as much as I possibly can. Um, and up until like the top of September, um, up until then, I was doing that kind of like under, like just real informal. And then I transitioned out of my previous job into where I'm at now. So I'm able to do what I did officially in, in my day job. So I help entrepreneurs and other people to help them realize their goals and dreams. The second part of your question, uh, uh, what am I doing now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think I kind of answered that within that. Um, so I am, my. I'll start with my day job. My day job is I am the director for the Minority Business Assistance Center and the Women Entrepreneurship Program. And so we help three different stages of business ideal stage someone who has actually been in business for a couple of years and they're looking to kind of scale up and take it to market and then someone who's been in business for several years who needs to actually um, give a, what they're doing a boost mm -hmm. and we do those three type of accelerator programs for our two different sides. Well, it's not different sides, but our two different programs, the MBAC, the Minority Business Assistance Center, and for the Women in Entrepreneurship. Um, so I do, we work with those clients. We do one-on-ones. We get a chance to sit down and really go through and see what it is they need because some may go right directly through our accelerators, some of us, some of the businesses might just need some one-on-one. -on -one. So we provide those two different options. There's, there's no one way we'll, we'll customize uh, what they need. And then at night, I make um, and run Carmelo Marie, which is an, a natural hair care company. I do the marketing, I do the um, financial piece, I do the um, packaging, I do the experimenting, I do, oh. I do everything. <laughs> yeah. So that's me. How, how, so how do, how do you balance all of that um, as of right now? Like um, still be able to be effective because even watching what you're doing now, like uh, you're being able to engage in people, uh, put out more content and even actually make a, a significant impact in where you are in this city. How are you balancing it now and still be able to be effective as you are right now? Balance as in my, my day job versus Carmela Marie or balance on it as in no work and just kind of relax. Like 
like doing your day job and dealing with Carmela Marie? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I so this is this is I always I always say the following: Carmela Marie is my before eight and my after six um, job. So that's kind of how I keep that separated. Um, and then sometimes it's it's on my lunch break, you know. However, I need to fit it in, in the middle of the day. Um, but it's definitely off the clock. Um, and then YBI is, it is like my eight to six, my nine to five, you know, depending people, the way we have it is I, I still keep my same format where we're very one-on-one with our clientele via email, some, um, actually via text. Um, but the emails come to my phone and it's, it, it doesn't necessarily stop, you know, you know, we yeah. have weekends, we have stuff at night. Um, you know, we might respond to something on a Sunday, but you know, I don't count it as work. It's actually um, bringing value to something that I, bringing me an opportunity to something that I used to do in my spare time. Now it's a part of my main time. Um, So it really is, my day job is strengthening me as a leader, um, strengthening me, making me a better business person. Um, I'm learning um, because my day job, and I'll tell you this was YSU. So dealt with academics, um, did learned a lot about grant writing, learned a lot about, you know, data collection and things along those lines and research. So um, using and transferring all those skills now to where I am, um, it's helping me to bring that kind of, I want to say, nonprofit slash government institution because it's a state institution mm-hmm. to where I'm at now and it's 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 really been amazing and push you know I never have a boring day. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah I don't think you have time for boring. Like I feel like that has to be scheduled in. Uh, <laughs> you can uh, schedule boring. <laughs> I'm going to schedule boring at eight oh like yeah I feel like a lot of people schedule that um, for many hours. Um which is why the impact is not as great as it probably could be in their lives. It's really good that you actually like, you know, took those skills and be, and use those to leverage and deploy towards your business. So as you're balancing now, like what made you choose the, this path to actually do business and do uh, do the work at YBI? Oh, I think that takes me back to my childhood. And that is, you know, as a kid, as a kid, I said that I was going to run for mayor for Youngstown. And my platform was that I was going to improve the economic development or economic vitality of the Mahoney Valley area. That was my platform since, since I was a kid. And I told everybody that, you know, and um, wow. over time, I like grew up found out that you could still affect change from the outside and not being mayor. And then kind of, I was kind of like a little bit disappointed because like Jay was like, you know, the first black mayor. So I was like, yeah, I don't know yeah. or, um, and like he, he did an awesome job. So I'm like, you know, so I was like, I don't have to be mayor. I can do it yeah. from a business standpoint. So um, the reason why um, I chose to do the business side because you can definitely affect change and affect change in all aspects um, from the economic development side. So um, I saw it as a definite opportunity being in business to affect uh, the center, which I'm, I'm, I'm using the center as government by mm-hmm. coming from being the outside force in. 
That totally makes sense. So actually, after you see seen him doing it, you realize you didn't have to go the government. I was like, this man, you know, yeah. I ain't got to do that no more. Jay did it. <laughs> so I'm obviously that was like a huge pivotal moment for you. So what 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 did you think of that moment? In that moment, did you think like, okay, I'm not doing it anymore. I could actually do something completely different. Yeah. So I think it happened to me. The change really, really, really happened when I was in grad school. Um, I was I was getting my master's in public administration and learning about charters and learning about city government and really where power came from. And I I saw um, how the bureaucracy could, you know, put up a lot of red tape to really advancing purpose not all the time, but you know, it's a little yeah. bit different pace. Um, so I also then started, you started seeing how businesses were affecting change and really the lobbyists, not that I'm going to be a lobbyist, that's not it, you know, I'm not, right, right. Um, but really the people who had the power were the people on the outside. And I wanted to have that influence, but not have to be on, not have to necessarily be in that arena but be a part of it, the decision-making. And plus, I also noticed that a lot of your advisory boards and committees will consist of your business leaders. So they're not just in business. They're also still a part of, um, in some way, based, you know, to give their information and knowledge to help those in agencies or in positions of power make better decisions or more educated decisions. So as you were for, like, getting gritty, like, were there any individuals that kind of like helped drive the, the vision home, like to, to know like, hey, this is the path I want to go on, besides just being exposed to the charters and the information and like, you know, seeing the, the things behind us, things like, were there any people that were instrumental in like exposing more to you that have had a huge impact? Yeah, um, I would say I did initially want to kind of get into like city government, but that's only because of this one per- per- particular professor, Cy Murray, who Professor Murray was amazing, had the most amazing stories, did the most amazing things, was yeah. one of the best city managers um, in in recent history, African-American. And I could sit and listen to him lecture for hours upon hours and learn so much from him. And he, he encouraged me and showed me that change could occur um, on either side, business, um, yeah. the business side, or, you know, the government side. So I chose a business side. Um, but he was definitely, I want to say, um, a pivotal professor when I was in my master's degree program and, um, just great person. Um, as far as pushing me to the business side, like my, um, I had other people in my life, like, um, my uncle Howard, who my mom worked for for several years, uh, with um, business owner, and my mother. My mother was always just like you're a real big encourager, and um, I, I basically I, I know I said to myself, and they always said to me really that we want you, parents talking to the you know my my siblings and I, we want you to always be better than do better than what we've done. So um, as a business owner, I. I constantly, I'm constantly improving because that's what's in the back of my mind. I got to do better than my parents. Yeah. I should do better than my parents. They've afforded me a lot of opportunities and experiences that they could, you know, what they knew and they deserve to see the fruits of their labor one day. This is, all right, this is interesting. So you, so them influencing you, obviously that's part of the process, right? So right. you kind of know that it kind of makes sense. Like our parents usually wants us, want us to do better, especially like coming from like, 
the urban environment or a poor housing environment, whatever it might be, the community. Or the country. Yeah, or country, right. Oh my God. We yeah. have no sewage. We just had open ditches and it was like them public kids out there. That's so crazy, man. So in that, man, like, yeah, your parents like inherently pass these, you know, these nuggets of wisdom on and driving for us, like, or driving you forward to do uh, with this type of thinking, like, but do you think there was anything inherently like in you already, already there, they had that like kind of curiosity and hunger and, and like a chip on your shoulder type of situation? Yeah, living um, the way I grew up, like I was the only girl, so I always had to compete, you know? Oh, wow. yeah. I had to hang tough, you know? There was no, oh, she's a girl, let's treat, you know, there's no, um, there, was n- there was none of that. I got tackled just like everybody else. Um, except for I was smaller, so I was knocked unconscious. <laughs> so, oh, God. Wow. Yeah, long story. I don't think they know about it. So they might know now that they listen to this podcast. But we won't say who. <laughs> um, you know, so I always... <laughs> my childhood, that's another podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I've always just... I pushed to be... To, to even just be considered. I um, I pushed just to be noticed. I went to an all-white school. I was the only black kid for the most part. Um, and, you know, just I pushed and did the, you know, crazy, you know, extra stuff on the playground just for kids to play with me and my extra stuff. Like I was a fast counter on the playground. So um, you could, you can come to this, you know, part of my playground. If you want to stand on your head, I would count so fast that I would, you would have like these high numbers that you could like brag about to your friends about how long you stood on your head and stuff like that. So I made, I always pushed, you know, it was, it was in me. And then we were creative, you know, we had no toys. We ate dirt, you know, we made mud pies. We made, (laughs) we, we, we made up a track. We had, even when when I had like a, um, it was a scooter, I don't know if you remember the scooters. Um, the scooter had a little hole in it, and my granddad, love him, Lincoln, um, he <laughs> took it apart completely apart because it had a it had a flat tire. Wow! And did not put and couldn't put it back together again. All it needed was air. That's all it needed. Was air. Oh my god! So like you know, we just and then we just played with whatever what was left. You know, we turned a wagon into a a, a bike. You know, we just. We were, we were forced to be creative because we yeah. had no choice, you know, and we did the, we did amazing things. You know, when you have, when you, when you, I won't say nothing because we had something, but when you don't have everything given to you, mm-hmm. you either sit and sulk or you create opportunity. So that's just been my life. So now like being like, that was the environment, not just in your family, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure in some areas were like kind of were better, but like um, overall, the climate of culture in, in the city of Youngstown was a certain way at one time. So, so how how did you like as you navigated through that, like and seeing how it impacted you and affected you? What are some of the major differences from like transforming or tra- the transformation from that moment of the city of the climate of Youngstown and how it affected you to how the city is today and how the climate affects you? That's a good question. Then versus now. So I don't know if I subconscious, I did. That's a good question, Dario. How does it now? Because I'm trying to, in my mind, figure out if I ever saw it as there being less than 
or did I just really just plow through versus now I know things and people and um, I know about resources. Back in the day, I'd always heard that there were grants for your business. I'd all, I'd searched for years looking for grants for business. I was like, and I never, even though I did not find any that were for business, I never said this is horrible and I'm giving up. I just kept going. So um, we fast forward 14 years later, because, mm-hmm. you know, I was always like, they told me there was grants. I'm looking for them. They're going to be some. I'm going to find it. 14 years later, 13 years later, and then I come across the Women in Entrepreneurship Program at YBI. I come across that program. And it was, it was, a, it was a grant, a nine-week class. Um, but the only reason why I even found out about it is because I pushed outside of my comfort zone. I went to an event. I was halfway sick, but I pushed and then I didn't just show up. I networked. I talked. I, I talked to people. Yeah. I, I listened to conversations. You know, sometimes it's more about what you hear versus what you say. And I just basically listened. And um, it was a conversation amongst some ladies. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what you talking about? Why <laughs> that back? What you talking about? When is that? And she, you know, they said it real casually. I was so like, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to jump in just a moment. Like, what okay as you, what was your mindset like going through this like as you were plowing through as you were like connecting like comfort like jump, going outside your comfort zone like what what was your thinking like what was what, how were you processing all of this um you know i so hindsight 2020 growth occurs outside of your comfort zone for sure and, um i and i do this now like i just I literally carried myself there. I didn't want to be there. I wasn't feeling good. And a lot of, you know, but I was like, I have to, I not have to, I need to do this. I need to go, you know, I just, the good Lord told me, you know, and I did what I was told. And, um, and you know, some people, you know, if there's that still small voice, we'll use that terminology. That's yeah. saying you need to do this or you should go there or do this. The, the, the good voice, right? Yeah, for sure. Those are things that you need to listen to. Um, and cause that is your subconscious or the spirit or however you want to categorize that. Um, telling you, telling you to do that. Um, so, and a lot of times we also say we got to trust our gut, right? People yeah, yeah. Man, I trust my gut, and I went to this, I went to this thing, and then all this stuff happened. Man, yeah. So it's like that. Those are those gut things. That <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So you are gonna make sure we break it down for everybody. Um, so trusting your gut, even though you don't want to, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, and out of those come the craziest stories, you know, or most of not crazy. When I say crazy, I mean amazing. Yeah. Most amazing, awesome stories of like triumph and overcome and and significant gains. And um, also, it was like I need I need to meet people. That's I think that's where I was. I was like, let me go. Let me meet people. Let me do this. And um, so before kinda, you were kind of on your own own little world, like. Like, I'm going to do this, I'm building. And then you came into the realization that, hey, like, without a tribe, without community, like, kind of would be as impactful or possible. 
Yeah. And I've had, you know, building your base, you know, yeah. reaching outside of my norm. So that was my way of reaching out for help, you know, gotcha. um, and which most people don't feel comfortable doing. So I did. And, so what, what, at this party, like, or there's this uh, networking event. Yes. When she, what was it that you heard said, like, that actually was the key to turn the lock internally? Like, I heard grant for $5,000. And I said, what? That was it. That was the aha moment. Three words. Wow. And so you were in search for it. Yeah. I, all the time, all the years I've been searching, it actually came up. And when it came up, I wasn't going to let it go. You know? So, um, yeah. So what kept you going after? So did you end up, you did, first off, did you end up getting the 5000 I did. Uh, that's awesome. Congrats on that. Thank so you. So after, this is the most, uh, I think one of the most important things too. Okay, after you got the 5000 why didn't you just quit? Like, or like, hey, I'm going to be okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and get comfortable. Like, what made you not just get comfortable, but continue to push? Because I haven't arrived. You know, 5000 Five million, <laughs> million. You know, yeah, yeah. because you know, yeah, that's that was the beginning of a new level, and that was the beginning of a new. Okay. I was, you know, looking back to 2016. You know, it was, it was affirmation that I was heading headed in the right direction, and that someone other than my family could understand and see my vision and see that it, what I could do could really go grow and grow leaps and bounds. It was affirmation for me to push harder. So now it seems like you're engaging and, uh, you know, captain in the ship in a, such a, such a, a much smoother way. I'll say that because entrepreneurship is really, um, it's really, it is really uncomfortable. <laughs> like the whole, the whole time is about, you know, you, you could lose at any moment, you could win at any moment. Right. Um, but of course, if you, you know, planned out, strategized, structured, mm-hmm. put in the work, then obviously you, your chances for winning will, you know, exponentially increase. Or by default, you never lose if you never quit. That's true. Yep. You stop starting over. Don't stop quitting. So yeah, man. That, that what is your voice now? Going hand in hand, business and social, because you you talked about wanting to change the city, making an impact in the city, and at the same time, you uh, later you end up developing, growing, putting your creativity in and uh, leveraging it against uh, understanding what business was a little bit more. Then you heard the the you know about the grants, and you went out and got that. So. Business and social seems to be threaded through kind of like the fabric of, of your nature, who you are. So what is your social structure now? What are you driving um, for now to make an impact with your voice in the city or in your business? So right now where I'm at is um, my voice is ampli- amplified 10 times over simply because of who I work for now. Um and the experience that I have, that I've been through, am going through, and the resources that are available to me um, to make that happen. So, with that said, I am able to gain a greater knowledge of what's happening in the city. Um, I'm able to not only 
um, be just a recipient of a grant, but now also now today sit at tables and be a part of decision making that's going to further um, the economic development of the Mahoney Valley. Um, And it's helping me, you know, it's really building my personal brand too. Yeah. I recognize that. And um, I am taking full advantage of that. Also, while, you know, building my personal brand and then promoting, you know, promoting my, my, you know, YBI family, promoting my Lee family and really um, snuggling into my position, you know, I, I'm, and, and now when I show up for meetings, it's like at first, when I first got to YBI, you know, it, be like, so what do you do? What's your background? And then I would never say Carmela Marie, right? Because I did, I never would say that in my day job. It's just a, my my previous day job, which is at YSU, because it wasn't a part. It was two separate worlds. So um, my boss Barb was like, well, you know, she would be like, tell him, you know, you're an entrepreneur. You know, you are first grant recipient. Like, <laughs> yeah. In my mind, oh, I can talk about that. Okay, okay, super cool. And she's amazing. Um, so now it's um I I can say, you know, I'm this I'm I'm the director of the impact and the director of the WE program. And um I come to the table with years of experience of running a business and I consider myself an expert in consumer packaged goods. And I can really tell you the ins and outs about marketing and brand development and building that company and taking it to points. Um pivotal points that can really help um, not just give income to one, but possibly even they can gain a, you know, build, hire somebody. And I'm seeing that kind of stuff, you know, Um, and that, 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 that pumps me up. So people are like, Oh my God, I don't know how you do what you do. You ain't, you said that in the beginning, right? Yeah. 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 That kind of stuff pumps me. Like I, it carries me, you know? So that's is my voice is amplified greatly. How has strategy played a uh, part in how you function and how you're how you've been growing today? So I um, I think it's the year of it's the year of me, right? So um, okay. we're finishing up this 28, 2017 and I am thirty five years old and. All the nights I thought I was like a bum and sucked and was just like going nowhere and not moving. All those nights where I still chipped away at it, even though I didn't really see, you know, the benefits and stuff like that. And, and just like was sitting and complaining to myself, of course, or my sister, bless her heart, love her and some <laughs> other really close, uh, my best buds and friends, right? Um, it is actually, it is it, it actually like, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm start I'm seeing my work pay off, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's like, I work harder now. Um, I, I, I'm thinking in ways to strategically not only build up where I'm at as far as my day job, but also building my personal brand, looking down the road 10 years out from now, what that looks like, how do you build a legacy, what people, how do I need to encourage, lift, and build other people who are in my life Mm -hmm. um, so that 
it's like we all go up together at the same time. That's the other thing, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of people be like, you know, they get a new position, they feel like they're rolling in, they rolling in dough, you know, they have arrived, and then they forget they about lazy. Yeah. They get lazy. Get complacent. Yeah, it's a poison yeah. right there. Complacent. They forget about people. They don't even, not forget about people, but not even look around and see who is in your circle that is like, hey, I want to roll too. And not that they roll on your coattail, but now they want to, in their own capacity, go to this next level. For sure, for sure. You know, yeah. I think that, um, and when I say it's a year of me, not me as in selfish, but um, me as in, it's like a two-way street, right? M- me pointed down is me, but we pointed up is we. So it's like we and me go up together. And got you, I got that, you, I, I got you. And it has to be both ways. It's amazing. You know, I'm seeing, I, I see, I'm seeing growth. I'm, I thank God every day for the opportunity. And that was, that was my prayer. I was like, all I need is space and opportunity. That's all I need. I can outrun anybody. I can outwork anybody. All I need is space and opportunity. And um, the opportunity came. Yeah. And um, it was scary, you know, because I've been in my previous job for like 11 years. Super huge comfort zone. And um, I dove for it anyway, you know. And it has um, been a blessing ever since. So now... Um just kind of switch gears a little bit. So, so as you've been going, you've been doing good. You've been rising. Got this group, the scrapes and bruises. You know what I mean? Like of entrepreneurship a little bit, hurting a little bit. You know, wrapped up. Like got those victories. So now, like, how do you? As you're growing, right, uh, making an impact. You're doing what you want to do. You're actually helping people's lives. Like, how does that impact relationships? How does your growth impact your relationship with people? Like. But you know you where you wanted to go. And now you're growing here. You got this place position. Now, you know, Sally or, or Johnny or Bobby might be, you know, pull some negativity or, or whatever it might be. Like, how do you gauge what those relationships um, or gauge those relationships? And how do you navigate dealing with those now that you're growing and elevating consistently? Good question. I see you and I hear you. And that's all that I need to know. I don't have to prove myself to you. I don't have to stutter or repeat myself. I didn't stutter and I'm not going to repeat myself. You know, if you with me, you with me. If you with me, you've been with me, you know. Um, mm. If you if you're not with me, I'm okay with that too, you know. Um, so I will say regardless of the outcome, relationships have gotten better. You know what I'm saying? Got you, got you, yeah. But uh, the people who have been who've always been there um always will be there um i trust um i appreciate i you know they'll they'll be there um those who can't be there or 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 choose not to be there i'm okay with that too and i appreciate them for you know you know where they are and then i know you know you know for those who know me know me know that if you is my home skillet, I'm not too busy for you, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Um, if, if you my right, if you know, if, if we've been right or die forever, you know that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm never too busy for you. I will wake up in the middle of the night. I will 
Um, you know, we will schedule an appointment. I will text you random text messages at like six o'clock in the morning, you know, cause that's just what I do or include you, you know, in my, you know, if you're in my life, you're in my life. And if you're not in my life, it's okay. And I'm okay with that. Awesome, man. Awesome. So where do you, where do you go from here? Where does Carmela go from here? Yes. Hype, man. Life is hype. People, <laughs> well, this is my toe box, right? This will be my, this would be my foundation for life for the rest of my life. You were born to grow. That's the purpose. For you. you came in this world. Your purpose was to grow. That's the only thing you knew. You're supposed to drink, eat, sleep, poop, pee. Five things. Those five things were sending you on a trajectory for your life to grow to learn, to develop. We get to a point where we get stagnant and you like, you look at these little kids, like how they got so much energy? Why are they so happy? It's because they're learning new things every day. You have, not you, but people have stopped mm-hmm. wanting to learn. People have mm-hmm. wanting to, they've stopped wanting to grow. As a result, when you stop wanting to grow, you start dying. This this is what it is. So I'm always trying to get new food. So food is my thing, right? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. My thing. And uh, I like to try new stuff like that. That keeps me excited. Like I had an awesome dinner tonight. Took myself out like I do every other time. Bought me some food. Ate it real good. Came on home. So at the end of this, man, like just wrapping this up, like what was your biggest failure that ended up leading to the greatest success you ever had? To this point, to date, mm-hmm. it started here. My biggest, this was it right here. This was like pivotal point. I chose, and I love YSU, I chose business management or business administration as a major. I went through four years of college and my mentor at that time um, Ms. Floyd, she asked me, she's like, so what are you going to manage? And I was like, I started thinking, I was like, I don't know. She was like, right. You should have had a minor. And I remember breaking down, like tearing up, like, Oh, wow. You, you telling me this four years and I'm about to graduate. And, um, I'm like, they ain't tell me that. They ain't tell me that. You know, I was teed off. I never forget that day. Never. And so I switched my major a little bit. I switched it to marketing management because I was like, I can't switch it to anything else right now because right. I'm about to, I'm like, I, I got a year and a half left and I don't want to have, you know, three years left. So I switched it to marketing management and um, just because I can have something additional into management. But yeah. nevertheless, I had a marketing management degree that really wasn't what I've necessarily needed to do i needed to be a multi interactive multimedia minor possibly or major so that i can actually do the web design and things along those lines i found out later on in life that the people who held those jobs none of them had a marketing management degree but they must had like you know they could do adobe InDesign and yeah and pro tools and photography and videography and touch all this stuff and I was just like I felt that was my biggest failure not researching enough and not knowing you know um but you know I I ended up getting a job why I should stay there 11 years and turn and 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 
and use YSU as an employee to learn so much and to build up my resume and things like that. So yeah, now I do, I can do, you know, websites. I know about SEO. I know about data collection. I know about how to run reports um, using pivot tables. I can do, you know, I understand about theory-based um, things in order to look at mindset and immediate feedback and all this stuff, you know? So yeah, yeah. I turned that I guess you want to say failure into something amazing that um, has really shot me off to a really huge success um, where I'm at right now, you know? So it was cool. Incredible. Yeah, we definitely have to come back and do this again. I feel like there's so much more to learn. <laughs> so cool. But man, thank you so much for coming oh, on the podcast. Thank you. Just, you know, I, I appreciate your um, in-depth questions and your, your attention to detail and your ability just to, you know, when when that small steel voice speaks to you, that gut, that you jump for it, you know? Have to, man. You-